Hello, Podlers. Thank you very much indeed for downloading this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Coming up, a harrowing tale from one of our listeners. Uh, well, naturally, you didn't say this too well. Um, <laughs> I, started to, I started to see you following me around, <laughs> lurking in the shadows. <laughs> right? Uh, and then one, one day I came down from the office to see my uh, car tyres had been sucked. I can but apologise. Enjoy the show. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. 13 minutes past six on your Tuesday morning. Here we go again. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. It's lovely having you on board. I'm after your first thoughts, please. 8, 12, 15. Get them into us. And when I say us, I mean myself, Matt Dyson, Emma Jones and Glenn Moore. Good morning, team. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Uh, Emma... You nearly hijacked my first thought with the amount of um, luxury cleaning products you've had delivered to the building. I know, it's great, isn't it? So, thank you, first of all. Uh, And secondly, how has this all come about? Well, thank you to um, Emily at Minky. She was, I think, one of our um, five words, five Uh, grand. The pupil has become the master, (laughs) so step aside. Well, no, I didn't go looking for this one. She she was on the show. I think she was a a five words contestant in lockdown. Absolutely, I remember her well, yes. And I don't know how we got to talking about the minky she was reluctant to name check the brand she worked for and i was like i'll just do it oh yeah we're we're all about that on this show and so i said how much i um i loved it because i was already a big fan of the cloth and uh (laughs) she sent us all a really generous box of uh free cleaning products well now we are all people of the cloth thanks to emily so uh, we really do appreciate that what about you guys out there it hasn't got to be cleaning products well of course it hasn't what was the first thing that came to mind this morning 8 12 15 we'll get yours and we'll get the teams they're on the way the dave berry breakfast show it's your tuesday morning 6 23 you're listening to the dave berry breakfast show on absolute radio where real music matters as do your first thoughts what's the first thing that came to mind today share with the group at 8 12 15 jackie says good morning lovelies my first thought i'm hoping the lady coming to view my house today doesn't bring her seven kids with her well firstly jackie is she an older lady and secondly do you live in a shoe seven <laughs> children <laughs> i wouldn't know what to do um to make sure i was uh, on the right track with that i had a little google and um quite warmingly uh, that goes on to say that um the old lady who lived in a shoe gave her children uh, some broth no bread then she whipped them soundly sent them to bed Ugh. <laughs> dark well, ending well it is, it is i've never noticed it before but a lot of those ones rocker by babies are quite a, you know yeah, a dark yeah. Well. horrible jack and jill Jack and Jill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Traumatic yeah. injuries. Ring of yeah. Roses, that's about the plague. Yeah. The plague, yeah. And that um, the egg Dumpty. who fell off the wall. Yeah, Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty, Dumpty that's yeah. his name. Sorry, I just call him the egg. I don't yeah. know him on the first name. Sounds like you do. <laughs> <laughs> Not been a father as long as you. That's the truth. That's the, the truth. Dr. Dumpy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Matt, what was your first thought today? Uh, my first thought, as it has been most mornings, is what's at the bottom of my stairs now? Ooh. Because, you know, my cat's been leaving little uh, gifts for us of prey yeah. that she's found. That's the Fortnum Hapen's. Hamper. Hamper, the Fortnum yeah. Mason's hamper. Yeah. That's very nice. No, it's more in the shape of dead mice that she brings in, oh, Mabel man. brings in. But she's recently got a bit darker, uh, Mabel has. Like one of your older old nursery rhymes, in fact. Uh, no, it's Humpty Dumpty, is it? Uh, the, one, the other week I came downstairs to be greeted by not one, but two severed mice heads on their own. 
on the floor of our stairs. Oh, and the bottle, like she's gone psychopathic. Well, so she's left the bodies <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where the bodies are. They're outside. They're little somewhere. poles, are they? Where's like, she getting this stuff? They were from? like it's like one of those stargazy pies, you know, with fishes' heads poking out the top. Just two heads. Is she in the mafia? I don't know. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. Because apparently the, the gifts were like, oh, she didn't like her food or something. But what the two severed heads mean, I do not know. Uh, it's really, really disturbing. Because we, has she written we, a note? Her trophy hunting has gone to the next we, level. We, didn't we touch on this in the past that, that cats bring those kind of things home because they feel that you're not, you might not be I'm able not to... I'm not feeding them properly Yeah, but you yeah. might be able to feed yourself properly. Or, you might yeah, be yeah, providing yeah, might some, for yourself and your yeah, family. Yeah, she does it in a way like, oh, here you go, thank you. She's got a fun <laughs> look on her face when you see her with a mouse. And sometimes she brings them in half alive and then they scurry around the house for a bit. Mm. It's an absolute nightmare, but this is taking a really dark turn... <laughs> Now, sh- I'll show you the pictures. It's oh, no, fine. no. Absolutely Why fine. did you take pictures? <laughs> no, you're complicit. <laughs> I took pictures because I've never seen anything like Oh, you're like a rubbernecker, aren't you? I hate like, you do guys. I need, does my cat need help? I didn't know this about cats help? sending in, like, they do it because of a suggestion for food they want. Yeah. Like, do you get any pretentious cats who bring in, like, oregano and they go, I've just heard, <laughs> I've just heard maybe this is good just in recipes. Leave, <laughs> leave some balsamic. Maybe this might add a certain, yeah. to, uh, yeah. a certain cat food I'm eating every night. It's so weird, but I think my cat needs help basically. Okay, Matt Dyson's Cat Needs Help. That was his first thought. What about you guys? 8, 12, 15. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Time now, as promised, for Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. Matt Dyson, what's going on out there that we need to know about? Uh, well, yesterday, uh, I think on What's Even Bigger, we did uh, something about how much people get paid per Instagram post. Yes. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, we've been sent a list of uh, previous winners of I'm a Celebrity ranked in order of how much their estimated earnings are per Ooh. Instagram post, which is an interesting one because it is coming back this year, but it's it's not in Australia. It's going to be filmed in Wales. Okay. Um, so, are we going to do um, a kind of play your cards? Right style game. Well, we can, sh- yeah, no? yeah, can you, you want to have a guess at who would be the most expensive for an Instagram post, as in previous I'm a Celebrity winners? You'd have to go mm. through the list of I'm a Celebrity yeah. winners. Sorry, <laughs> unfortunately, same To be honest, some of Joe them Pasquale? I didn't. Some of them I had to look up. No, Joe Pasquale hasn't won it before. Joe Swash mm. has. Oh yeah, uh, staying with the Joe. Lovely Joe. Swash. He's got 1.6 million followers. He earns five grand for a post. Apparently, does it? Stacy Solomon has she been? Stacy Solomon is number two on the list. Oh. Right. But, and uh, they're together, aren't they? Yes. What a power so, couple. So between yeah. them, because Kerry Katona? Uh, Kerry Katona did win it, but she's not on the... Yeah, she is on this list, sorry. 2004. Harry Redknapp. 2004, sorry. Katona won it, 1.9... Uh, yeah, Redknapp. 1,000. Redknapp's in the middle, surprisingly. £4,000 per post. Scarlett Moffat. Scarlett Moffat is... Pope Pius the Ninth. Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't oh, see who's that. Who's number one? This uh, is going to be Moffat earns £6,260. Can, can I ask Instagram. a question? Oh, can amazing, I ask just a quick question? Yeah. This is obviously not everything they post. It's not like... No, it's just I mean, doing... and it's, it is estimated. It's basically right. based on followers, how much they could yeah. earn. I'm not saying they do earn, but... So top, you still haven't got top, you haven't got near the bottom yet. Near the bottom, you've got your likes of Carl Fogarty, <laughs> uh, the motorbike uh, Oh, dr- that's coming rider. back to the Birmingham NEC! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bikes, Fogarty! <laughs> he, he only gets 230 per post. Charlie right. Brooks, Janine from EastEnders, right. remember her? Yeah. £122. Yeah. Phil 
Phil Tufnell. Yeah. Uh, he won it back in 2003. Right. Wow. He gets £27 per post. Wow. Yeah, apparently. And that's obviously <laughs> brands reaching out to him, though. Yeah. So it's just Adidas do... getting in touch and saying, come on, we'll check you 27 quid yeah. if you just... Yeah. yeah, come on, Tuffers. What specific yeah. number? Well, I mean, it's because he's got 8,860 So they're followers. dividing the sum it's... that a brand might pay yeah, by the amount of followers that are there. Who won the Katie Price? Peter Andre won. That was Kerry Katona. Oh, was it? Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, right. Come on, get your face. Oh, um, hang on. We still haven't got top and bottom. Geordie jo- Shaw, uh, Vic- Vicky Patterson. Oh, Patterson, yeah. yeah. Vicky Patterson is top, yes. Is she? Oh, oh, wow. wow, yes. 4.6 million followers, and she can get £14,398 <gasps> per post. Gosh. Should she, she so require. Oh, bottom, anyone who have a guess at bottom of the list? Works is it someone else from Geordie Shaw? Because that show can go either no, way. No, no, it's not, okay. no. Uh, works for the BBC mainly, which is why he probably can't make any money off Instagram. Uh, Tony, uh, Tony oh, Blackburn? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Director General Tony Hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a BBC employee, do you think he's skewing his figures slightly lower? Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently he's only got 3,799 Instagram No, followers. I won't hear of it. And he only earns £11.89 per <laughs> no. Instagram. Of course, it's not really worth his been bothering, is it, to be honest? <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? If you want to pay someone to do a post for you, there's all the details. And the other story this morning is uh, uh, one that's been put onto me by the hype beast Womble producer Mark. He's on top of all the latest trends, obviously, being a hype beast as he is. And he's been away for a week, so he's, he's been, been away for a week. So he's, around. Been, he's found some new things, some big things that are about to break through into the mainstream. One of them being the bad boy chiller crew. Right. <laughs> okay. They are builders, uh, the explicit. Venger Boys. <laughs> they are a crew of baseline MCs from Bradford. Uh, their songs about bikes, jewellery, and JD Sports have made them West Yorkshire West Yorkshire's underground hit. Wow. Now they're aiming for the mainstream. They're just like so basically, they play old garage tunes, more bassline based, and they uh, rap over the top of it. So is it like people just do nothing? The cop, the it, they comedy? are, but they're they're real, right? Yes, yeah, so they're like people just do nothing, but they're northern and real. Wow! Here's an example of some of their work. Pushback! I'm a big sender outside the centre. Yo, Brenda, where's that five hundred later? Oh, <laughs> yo, Brenda, where's that five hundred later? So gritty, yes, bad boy, chill gritty crew. northern lyrics. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're four guys. Their names are Gareth, Darren, Kane, and Clive. Clive? There's not many Clives in rap. There's not many rappers How old called is he? Clive. They look like in their late teens, early 20s. They're massive in Bradford because apparently baseline music is huge in Bradford. Right. Has been f- ever since Garage was in its pomp. And uh, and they are now the subject of this uh, Vice documentary, which which explores them. Some of, the, some of the stuff they do is very controversial. They do a lot of. YouTube videos that are like jackass style stunts which okay. seem, seem but they're so big in Bradford that they're like influencers they probably get paid for posts like more than Tony Blackburn more than Tony Blackburn yeah. I think they can get more money than Tony Blackburn because they've done a couple of like TV and radio adverts for local businesses now these are amazing pieces of work have a listen Come on inside and take a seat. I'm shot or shy, what'd you like to eat? Your nuggets and chips if you bring your kids. Tell it to the right if you need a sh- And <laughs> one with a hand car wash. If you're building your bound. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Best car wash in town if you're building your bound. <laughs> lovely, really local, intensely local, Bradford-based uh, garage MCs. Look out for them in a town. And you, the bad boy chiller crew.
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro. Stores are open and we're operating social distancing to ensure the safety of our customers and colleagues. Wix, let's do it right safely. 6.51 on your Tuesday morning. Hey there, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Live every morning from 6am right through to 10am. And what I like to do early doors is get your first thoughts. That's what we do on a Tuesday morning. Dave, everyone has a favourite cubicle at the loo at work, but no-one ever talks about it. Well, right now, we're in a fortuitous position to have not only a favourite cubicle, but we can each have a favourite loo. We've got the pick. We're the only people mm. here. Yeah, we can yeah. go upstairs and use that that once belonged to Magic. We can mm. go downstairs and use that that once belonged to Kiss. I think we've had the conversation about our favourite cubicle here before. Between the second and third floor, the ones you go yeah. straight in, straight ahead of you? Yeah, I think straight so, in, yeah. yeah. It's got to be the straight ahead of you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, generally, yeah, unless it's occupied. Because you can't really even close the door properly in the one that's off to it's the left. It's very tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. But you're right, um, anonymous texter. Thanks for getting in touch with that. Most people don't actually know how to cook. They just know how to read. Mm. That's an interesting point. Uh, debatable. That's what. Mm. Well, I know you, you, you guys are good cooks. I'm not a good cook. But that's what I was waiting for. I thought at some point in my life it would suddenly just happen to me and I'd be like that guy who had a half a glass of wine on the go. I was chopping veg. Yeah. Mm. I was just making it happen Ratatouille style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't need the but book. You but you don't need to follow the recipe. Once you don't follow a recipe for everything, recipe. do you? No, no. That's really I do the cereal. You should eat <laughs> every day. <laughs> oh, I've put too much milk in again. I've ruined it. He weighs out his Rice Krispies. Get the right Glenn gets up at 3am every morning. It's such a laborious task. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. 12 minutes past seven on your Tuesday morning. Hello, this is the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Where? Jacqueline was on the show yesterday. She'd had a weird dream about Matt Dyson and Ed Sheeran playing Monopoly on her bed. Ed looked up at her and went, come, Jacqueline, come join us. And then she woke up, apparently. That was as far as the juicy details went. Um, so many of you have spent the last 24 hours getting in touch with the dreams you've had, not only about the Breakfast Show team, but Absolute Radio presenters on the whole. And joining us right now, online one, is James. Good morning, James. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? Very good, thanks for asking. How are you today? Yeah, very well, very well. Well, it's lovely having you on air because according to your correspondence, that is a dream that you've had for many a year. And uh, one day that dream finally came true when you got a work experience placement at Absolute Radio. Yeah, so uh, doing a bit of work experience at Absolute Radio, as you say. Uh, why I was doing that in my 30s, I don't know, but there you go. Um, <laughs> Anyway, one day, days you didn't show up for breakfast for whatever reason, um, and I was roped into hosting a national radio show as a last-minute stand-in. Um, right. That's how so I got I, the job in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so as it happens, the show went pretty well. Uh, Dyson and I struck up a bit of a rapport. Oh, um, in fact, the show went so great that uh, the bosses decided to bin you off and uh, keep me on. Wow. Ooh, I'm having anxiety pangs here, James. Don't get easy. It's a slap in the face for Dyson as well, but if you weren't here, they go, sorry, Matt, we're going to go for the work experience person. Oh, yeah, I think they promoted. <laughs> Anyone but you in the main chair. Yeah. Um, so, so how did I take the news, James? I mean... Uh, well, naturally, you didn't take this too well. Um, I, started to, I started to see you following me around, lurking in the shadows. <laughs> right? Uh, and then 
one day I came down from the office to see my uh, car tyres had been sliced. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 it's a dream, yeah. it's a dream! <laughs> but also this dream took place over the course of days. It's, long, <laughs> it's a really it's long-term long. thing. Yeah. I love it's got a full yeah. revenge arc in it and everything. Yeah. It's incredible <laughs> detail in your dreams, James. Um, OK, well, do you know what? James, Matt Dyson, Matt Dyson, James. Hi, James. Nice to meet you, Matt. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to working with you in the, in the future. <laughs> well, you know, come on then, James. You know, one breakfast show, eight playlists. Matt, you can chip in. Take it away, lads. Yeah, I'll just make sure, I'll make sure I don't bring my car. <laughs> yeah. It costs too much to park in. So yeah, yeah that's the other top tip yeah, for you, James. Yeah, if yeah, you are going to take over, don't drive into work. It costs an absolute fortune. Um, James, it's been great having you on the show. Uh, your dreams have come true because you were brilliant on The Breakfast Show, that's fair yeah. to say, and now you and Matt are best of friends. Well, let's hope the boss is listening. Lovely. Yeah. Well, let's go. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Matt. I really appreciate that. Uh, anything we could do for you, James? You want to do a shout-out? Anything else? Um, Time check. Do a, a, a shout-out to all my, uh, my digital production team working in Newbury. They know who they are. Uh, <laughs> that would be very nice. Thank oh, you. All right, I'm going to let you go, James. You're a bit too good. A bit too close <laughs> to the bone for me, my friend. I'm just going to yeah. just fade it down. Are it's you all right? He's, he was okay. He was okay at best. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It also means we see a return of what's biggest. Are we ready, gang? Yes. Very. Here we go. So, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, what is the height of the tallest married couple in the world? I hope you're playing along where you are. Are they 13 foot 10 inches, 12 foot 7 inches, or 14 foot 5 inches? In Each. old money for Combined. you as well. Combined. <laughs> Combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I reckon it's Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. I've always said that. <laughs> yeah. Susan Sarandon's like 8 foot as well. It's incredible. Um, what, the, what were the heights again? 13, 10, 12, 7, 14, 5. Um, Fourteen five would imply that they're both in the seven foot region, yeah. or that the man's or the man's, the man's five foot taller. two, and yeah. the, the wife is really not the average. Uh, but like the, t- the tallest man in the world is about eight foot, and I think the tallest woman in the world is like the high end of six. And the chances foot, like of them ten. meeting and being married, well, they could have met at a convention. On, yeah. They could have met yeah. at a convention. Yeah, that's or that true. could be their Tinder. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Really tall. Oh, yeah. Hello, swipe right. You know, perfect match. So I think we should go down end, down the middle, it? don't you? Yeah, the middle. Yeah, the middle sounds good. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Middle yeah. is thirteen ten, mm. and is also the right answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the tallest married couple is uh, Sun Ming Ming and his wife uh, Zhu Yan, who measures seven foot eight. And she is six foot two. Uh, their combined height is 13 foot ten. So well done. Oh We're wow. off and running with a win. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Team Dreams, this is coming from Alyssa, who says, Dave, I dreamt I was in a prison cell with Jason Manford. I can't remember what we'd done. <laughs> If you've had a dream about someone on Absolute Radio, do let me know. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Five words, five grand. With Sky Broadband Superfast. Yes, it is time for five words, five grand with Sky Broadband Superfast. It's super fast, it's super reliable. It is also easiest radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. But given a go online one, we have Mark. Good morning, Mark. Morning, Dave. Morning. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, all good. Excellent. Welcome along to the show. Um, how are you feeling? Are you nervous? You know you're going to nail it? What's going on in your brain right now? 
Um, well, I think I can be overconfident based upon the purse snatcher from yesterday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so what you're saying is you wouldn't want to be matched with Glenn on the random player generator? Not really. No, I don't. I used to match with Glenn all the time and get most of them right, but uh, I don't know. So come crashing down after yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. You suspect maybe he's lost the method? I, I, I don't know if he lost the method, but it certainly wavered slightly. I wow. Think. wow. Method to madness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anyone can explain sorry. to me how it wasn't the method, I'd, I'd be delighted. <laughs> I'm all ears. Oh. <laughs> OK, in that case, Mark, who do you think is best suited from the team to help you win the £5,000? I've been matching with Matt more recently than anybody, but they're they're all all pretty good, aren't they? They're all pretty good, (laughs) aren't they? Let's put that on the poster. Let's put that on the poster. And let's spin the random player generator, see who you've got. Random player generator. Player selected. Jonesy is in play. In that case, Emma, would you mind leaving the studio for a few moments? Because this is what's going to happen. Mark, I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Emma Jones the same five words. Full five match, you're going to win £5,000. Good luck to you. Cheers, thanks. The first word this morning is... Olympic. (sighs) Rings. Feather. Duster. I would have gone boa, but you must keep uh. the arts alive. <laughs> <laughs> Take. Away. Mm-hmm. Returning favourite there, the word take. Penultimate word this morning is sign, S-I-G-N. Away. Double away. Two aways. Unusual. And finally, grand. G-R-A-N-D. Piano. Yeah. That's it. Keeping the arts alive. Mm. Feather boa, grand piano. That's what I like to see. (laughs) Let's make this more Elton John, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Come on now. (laughs) Um, Mark, we've got you five words. We'll get Emma's. They're coming next. Five words. Five grand. With Sky Broadband Superfast. Absolute Radio. 7.48, 20 Tuesday morning. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where listener Mark is in the hot seat. Five words, five grand, with Sky Broadband Superfast. How you feeling, Mark? Um, Probably not overly confident, but we'll give it this uh, Emma, I'm sure. OK. Emma, you ready? Yes. The first word this morning was Olympic. Games. Rings. Oh, the other one. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> oh, don't worry, that was that was a poor answer. Don't worry. No, I don't think it's no, a poor answer. Olympic right. Rings is all right. Yeah. Yeah. Olympic Games is probably the winner. Olympic mm. Torch, yeah. maybe. Uh, let's carry on, though, shall we? Uh, feather. Duster. Yes. yes. Not Boa, not from one single person. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's Feather Boa Tuesday on the breakfast show as well, and I'm the only one who remembers his. Can't believe it. Um, take. Give. Away. Oh. Sign. Post. Away. Ooh. Post was probably the one. We had a Two double away ways. there. Sign, sign away. Sign, sign away, away your, your life. life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, grand. Um, grand. 
Um, piano? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Making it two out of five. Mark, sorry you've not won the money, but it's been lovely having no. you on the show. Take Thanks, care. Guys. Well done, thanks, cheers. Lovely, cheers, Mark, see you later. Uh, of course, this means we'll be playing five words, five grand again tomorrow morning. If you'd like to give it a go, then call us right now. Producer Will is standing by to take your call. 0330 123 1215. Five words, five grand, with Sky Broadband Superfast. Absolute Radio. Ten minutes past eight on your Tuesday. Hello and the warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. One Breakfast Show, eight playlists. Download that free Absolute Radio app and look at all the goodness that resides within. Now, eat out, help out. Mm -hmm. It now means... I can't get a table anywhere for love nor money. <laughs> Not Monday to Wednesday. No, no Sarah Jane and I were in a, a very rare <laughs> position yesterday where we could go out and have some lunch. Mm. Uh, Evie was with family and we decided we were going to go somewhere. We can't. We just can't get in anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we can't, can't get in anywhere. Um, and what this means, of course, is we turn our attention to the fact that I have missed the service industry. Those fine folk who make our dreams come true by bringing food and beverages to our table. But, of course, throughout the history of the service industry, it's not always run smoothly. No. Which is when I thought, what about abandoned tip? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I didn't start with the Titan and work backwards from there. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to talk about those times it's gone horribly wrong in a restaurant or bar, yeah. as far as the waiter-waitress, whoever was serving you, goes. Um, and, Matt Dyson, I know once you endured an incredibly long wait for yeah, something to eat. Yeah, well, I mean, overly conversational waiters annoy me, that when they talk too much, they're annoying. But seeing the queues outside Nando's on a Monday, a Tuesday and a Wednesday uh, really reminded me of a trip. We, had, we were camping in Italy when I was a kid, and we went to a pizza restaurant, and it was already packed. And we waited half an hour to get a table, got the table, my mum and dad ordered the pizzas, and then we were waiting there. There. We waited for two hours, right? <laughs> Abandoned tip. We were starving. We had three kids starving. <laughs> two hours later. Oh, I don't okay. want to imagine it's, George, it's, George was like when oh, he was he's, hungry. Oh, he's Brother so George. hungry. You My know what he's goodness, like. Yeah. yeah. So he's like. So then two hours in, we go, is, is it coming or not? And they're still going, oh, it's still going to be a bit longer. We had to leave and go back to the tent and have a, like a tin of beans for tea, I think. It's horrendous. Abandoned tip. <laughs> Two hour wait. You can't do that to the fan. Can't outrageous. do it. Glenn, as a man who has eaten in every single restaurant up and down the country oh, due yeah. to your award-winning stand-up comedy, <laughs> um, do tell us if you've had to abandon tip. I'd say it was it was an Italian restaurant last year. Uh, at the during the Edinburgh Fringe and uh, it was pretty empty as well but I was there uh, on my own as per and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and I, I, I waited for about sort of an hour just to receive a menu I was, in, I was just sat at a table oh, no. just waiting for a menu and when you're eating on your own you need the menu because it's something to read because I've got nothing read. else to yeah. look at I think I'd gone there because my phone had died and I was like I'm going to charge up my, you know abandoned it so I was <laughs> absolutely ages and I kept on asking sorry can I just have a, can I just have a menu please <laughs> can we just get a menu for the table um, and, uh, and then they just didn't have an after a about uh, yeah, about an hour. Um, I just thought I'm just going to go, and so I left the. I just oh. walked out of the restaurant, and I got uh, about a couple of seconds down the road, and suddenly I just heard, "Oi!" And I turned around. This guy went, "You, you haven't paid." And I went, "You haven't given me a menu." Wow. <laughs> it's one pound to peruse the menu, Glenn. You should know that. Um, so we have missed the fine folk who are the service industry. We really have bringing our dreams come true through food and beverage delivery. But it doesn't always run smoothly. When have you had to abandon tip? Eight, twelve, fifteen. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. If the service has ever been so bad. So late, so untasty, nay, poisonous, mm. 
Have you ever had to abandon the tip? We've already had stories of woe from Matt Dyson and Glenn Moore. And joining us right now on line one, we have Sally. Good morning, Sally. Good morning, Dave. Lovely having you on the show. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. So, your parents and their friend had to abandon Tip uh, not too long ago because something truly remarkable happened at the restaurant they were in. Share with the group, please, Sally. Yeah, it was my mum and her friend um, were at a branch of a well-known restaurant chain, shall we say. Oh, OK. Uh, I look forward to working it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they were regulars in this particular restaurant. They'd go there at least once a month and meet up with their friends. Um, And they were sitting in a window seat and the, the restaurant manager had come up to them and said, oh, we're cashing up. You're fine sitting there finishing your coffees. We're, we're just cashing up. Oh, this sounds good. This sounds so, good. There's no abandoning of any tips so, so far. We're cashing up. Back. This is your 10-minute warning, yeah, etc. Yeah. Yeah. And then they sat there and they saw some of the staff go past the window. So they, they jokingly said to each other, oh, look, staff go down before we are. You know, We better get up It's and been go. another good night, Betty, that kind of thing. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So they, they got up, went to leave and realised the doors were locked. <gasps> so, <laughs> so they shouted out round for somebody to come and let them out and got no reply. Walked round behind a bar and opened the doors to the kitchen, you know. <laughs> Had a Malibu and Coke, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you do. Might as well. Um, <laughs> Uh, got no reply so the only way they could get out was to open the bolts the double doors and push the doors open like pull the doors open so they opened the doors and it set the alarms off so they thought oh no shut the doors again quickly had another Malibu and Coke yeah (laughs) yeah. shut the doors again thinking oh no the alarms went off what are we going to do so you know shut the doors quick Shouted out, no one coat, no one answered. So they thought we're going to have to go out. So they opened the doors again, went out to their right. car. <laughs> okay. Chatting, chatting by their cars, and heard police sirens turn up. Oh. The police turned up, and uh, one police car came in and said, to them, they told him what had happened, and he said to them, well, you better go home quick because there's more police on their way. So Sally, your 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 mum and her friend had to break out of a popular restaurant (laughs) and they got then got their collars felt. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) Oh well let's what I mean what we got what should we does anyone want to have a guess? What uh, is it Italian based? This restaurant? No. No. Oh, uh, does it have a uh, salad bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? Is it often? Is it often kind of built inside what would be a pub environment? Yes. Lots of nooks and crannies to hide in, so the staff can go home without knowing you're yeah, in there. Yeah, I can see it happening. Yeah, yeah, you can see it happening. Is it? Yeah. The harvester. Yes. Abandoned tip. <laughs> uh, Sally, lovely having you on the show. Take care of yourself. Send our love to the family. 
Thank you. Well done. Cheers. <laughs> Bye, Al. Uh, so there we go. If you've had to abandon the tip, I want to know about it. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Or, of course, you can email me the details, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Our stores are open and we're keeping each other safe by limiting the number of customers at any one time. Wix. Let's do it right safely. Aldo, 8.35 on your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. We've been back uh, in the studio now for three weeks. Uh, and during lockdown, we did 85 shows from home. And as part mm. of lockdown, there was a little thing I bought to you from um, time to time, which was the correspondence I was having with my two nieces, Alice and Penny, eight and four. Uh, because we thought it would be quite a nice idea early on into lockdown to start some kind of pen pal relationship with them, send them some letters, they got something to look forward to opening. But I kind of went for a darker side of it, and I said that whenever you see someone wearing a face mask, yeah. it's not COVID-19, it's because you both smell really bad. <laughs> and apparently they were really upset by this. <laughs> not, not upset in a teary way, in a kind of, we will have our revenge. Uh, just <laughs> angry. Angered Angry. Way. And things have just got darker and darker with their correspondence. Wow. And I received the latest one uh, over the weekend. And it came in scroll form, held together with twine. Ooh. And I thought I'd share it all with you. Now, if a tabloid newspaper was to write any of this stuff about me, I, the legal team would be on it straight away. Because <laughs> it starts with, Unky Dave smells of poo and likes to drink wine. How dare you? How dare you? It goes on to say, be careful the next time you drink wine that it's not a bottle of wee-wee. So it's Ooh, like starting with threats, a big threat there. Yeah. When you next have a curry, it's like they just think all I do is eat curry and drink wine. I don't know where they've got that impression from. That makes your breath smell. <laughs> be careful you are actually not eating chunks of shark covered oh. in spicy sauce made from vampire blood mixed with dead spiders and chilies. Oh. All right, Heston Blumenthal, calm down. <laughs> and then, well, they really go for the jugular here. One day, when you need it most you will not be able to get any internet connection no matter where you go. <laughs> you should make sure you check behind you before sitting for a poo. There might be a snake waiting for you. Oh, done a little bit of Julia Donaldson there. Yeah, yeah nice. just chuck that in. We, we have the ability to rhyme, Monkey Dave. Something you lack. And this is where things... So that, you know, I can take that. Yeah. You know, I'm Monkey Dave, it's fine. Curry, beer, yes, wine, whatever, it's fine. Lastly, remember, when you're sat alone and feel a shiver, it is not the cold, but a terrible shadow waiting to scare you and turn your hair snow white forever. <laughs> wow. wow. That's dark. No, it's Serious. It's horrible. It's not Sinister. the cold, but a terrible shadow <laughs> waiting to scare you. It's very well written. Did their parents have anything to do with this? Well, no, I think that this has come from their minds, which is the most disturbing <laughs> thing of all. Yeah, yeah. And, and the sign-off after that? Lots of love, Alice and Penny. <laughs> kiss, kiss. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Whether you've recently discovered your creative side or just want a new project to get stuck into, visit wix.co.uk or our YouTube channel for loads of ideas and advice. Wix, let's do it right safely. This, of course, also means we're playing What's Biggest. This is funkier than I remember. Oh, yeah, it's great, isn't it? So, uh, according to the Guinness Book of World Records team, and I know you're playing along where you are out there, 
What is the length in centimetres of the longest ever dog's tail? Is it is it sixty five point four centimetres, seventy six point eight centimetres, or eighty two point seven centimetres? Any of those are crazy. Yeah. I know. That's like that. It has to be a really curled up one that they pulled straight and that would be it, surely. I th- it's got to be the lowest of those. Yeah, it's got to be the smallest one. so stupid. Anything, yeah. I'd say the smallest one, surely. You're going for 65.4. That's 65. like two, two rulers worth. That's not... Crazy. You know, that's long for a dog. Uh, I don't right, know. Okay. I that's still longer than like if that's it's a still really big dog. That's still a greater length than I think the shortest person in the world. Right. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. This is going to make a great drunk podcast where we slow <laughs> you down. <laughs> um, what are you going for? Sixty-five point four, seventy-six point eight, or eighty-two point seven? You think the shortest one? I yeah. think the shortest one. But I'm happy to hold my hands up yeah. if I get it completely wrong. All right. Let's go. Yeah, the shortest. shortest one. Yeah. The longest dog's tail ever is 76.8 centimetres long. Uh, Belonging to Keown, who is an Irish wolfhound. Keown. Congratulations, (laughs) Keown. (laughs) Named after Martin. (laughs) It's what the Irish centre-back would have... It's what the Arsenal centre-back would have wanted. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I could go that high. <laughs> really impressive. Thank you, mate. Lovely falsetto. Thank you very much indeed, guys. Uh, so it's time for another game of what's biggest. So far, you have nailed the tallest couples and the dog's tails. And now we move on to something where I must stress, and I can't stress enough, no follow-up questions, please. Right. All right. Because I don't have any answers. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, What is the most complete rotations while hanging from a power drill in a minute? What? 213, (laughs) 148 or 122? I don't even understand the question. No. No, I said no follow-up questions. Hanging Hanging from a a power power drill. drill. Yeah. Which, of course, you could pop down to Wix and get one, but I urge you not to try this at home. Rotations uh, in a minute. What were the numbers again? They were 213, 148, 122. Let's go for the... The highest the, one? Th- yeah, let's go for the highest one. Yeah. 213? Okay. 213 is incorrect. Oh. The answer is 148 is the most oh, rotations whilst hanging from a power drill <laughs> in a minute. Now, isn't it? Yeah. Achieved by a German by the name of Hugh, who did this uh, in Madrid, Spain, on the 23rd of December 2008. What a way to spend the festive period, Hugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Farewell, goodbye, and thank you for tuning into the show this morning. Of course, as always, there's a podcast so you can remember what the hell went on. And when I say you, I mean me. But I was <laughs> ringing the bell. <laughs> And we have got the following as titles based on things that have been said whilst on air. Best car wash in town if you're Billingham bound. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's courtesy of the bad boy Chiller Crew. certainly is, Mm. yeah. Is your cat in the mafia? Is the question. (laughs) To find out the answer, download the podcast. Yo, Brenda, where's that fiver I lent you? Is that the bad boy Chiller Crew yet again? Yeah, it's more Bradford-based lyrics. What do the two severed heads mean? I do not know. <laughs> That's either the letter from my nieces <laughs> yeah. or something to do with your cat. Yeah. 
Um, it must be one of those curly ones that they've straightened out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, should we go for Yo Brenda? Where's that fiver oh, I lent you? Yes. Yeah. Little tribute lyric, yeah. to the Bad Boy Chiller crew. That's the podcast you're looking for. Please be aware of this fact. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Stay safe. Stay entertained. Arrivederci.